Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We go to the hotline. We welcome in one of the finest to cover college football, national college football writer for the Orlando Sentinel and the Tribune. Find him on Twitter, at OSMattMerschel. It's Matt Merschel joins us on the show. Hello, Matt. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Hey, can I start off with Mike Leach first? Yeah, I think I think everyone wants to talk about Mike Leach now. <laughs> Why? Why did he decide Mississippi State over Washington State? Is it just money? Tell me it's not just money. No, I don't think it's just money. Listen, I, I think it's it's been something that's going on for the last couple of years. I think Mike is, is obviously interested in, in you know going somewhere and, and, and seeing if his system works elsewhere. Um, you know, nothing to take away from Washington State and the Pac-12, but I think when you look at the idea of going to the SEC – going to a premier conference, uh, you look at the fact that, you know, uh, the SEC has its own, you know, television network, um, and, and you, the challenge of, of taking a Mississippi State program, which has, you know, not been down, but it's just been kind of, kind of average, and then coming in there and trying to see if you can kind of rebuild it, um, I think it's a very appealing option for, for Mike Leach, and, and I, I think he's, you know, he's really interested in, in getting there and, and seeing what he can do there. And, and already just his presence, it's a brilliant hire from Mississippi State because think of all the, the brand and the buzz that they've built over the last couple of days. And, you know, mm-hmm. people are already talking about the SEC media days. And I, I just think it's going to be one of those things that people are, are just going to really gravitate towards, uh, especially among the fan base. Now, he's going to have to win. He can't just go just show up there and be face value. But I think if he can make it exciting, I think he's got a chance to win there. Yeah, but even on face value, I mean, how fun is that state right now? You have him and Lane Kiffin right there in, in Mississippi. Oh, very much so. Making that Egg Bowl game really become one of the top premier rivalries. I mean, we always talk about during that weekend about Alabama and, and Auburn. Imagine now having an Egg Bowl where you're going to have, you know, Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach. You're going to have two programs that basically offensively are probably going to be up-tempo type offenses. They're going to be exciting to watch. So I just think personality-wise and, and also you know what, what they could put on the football field, I think it's going to be very entertaining. And I think it's going to be one of those things that people are really going to want to watch, uh, especially over the next couple of years when they get their, their, their program really up to speed. How much better did how much better did the OSU game make Clemson for this this national championship game on Monday? Well, I think they, they were able to find some maybe some weaknesses in their game. I mean, I think one of the things that Clemson saw early on was that Ohio State went with tempo. And I think because of that tempo, they, they really struggled. And we saw Ohio State jump out early in that game and build a little bit of a lead. Well, then Clemson was able to make some adjustments and really slow down Ohio State's offense. And that was big for them because I think that's going to be the key in, this, in Monday's game is they're going to have to find a way to slow down LSU. They're going to have to make LSU look normal and almost human, so to speak. And to do that, they, they're going to have to slow them down. And I think that's what Brent Venables you know, the defensive coordinator for Clemson. He got a little chance to see that against Ohio State. Now they can take advantage of that, maybe going against LSU. Matt Marshall joining us on the show, National College Football Writer, Orlando Sentinel and Tribune. Uh, we talk so much about LSU and maybe lack of defense. Has that been an overrated scenario for a lot of folks out there? Did a pretty fine job against Oklahoma in that football game. Yeah, I think you know, early on, I think their defense struggled. I think they were missing some, some key components, and I think that kind of changed. I think the point that where they kind of flipped the script on that narrative was when you look at the, you know, the, the selection committee saying you know, to you know, basically that Ohio State was a much more complete team, that Ohio State played better defense than LSU, 
you saw them get, I think LSU get a little bit fired up on those comments. And they went out the next weekend and they did a great job of shutting down Texas A&M. And you saw what they did against Georgia. And I think you saw that against Oklahoma. So this is a defense right now that's, you know, it's just as good as the offense, but the offense is getting all the headline, uh, getting all the headlines. So they want to prove they're, they're, they're just as good. And they're going to get a challenge this, uh, you know, on Monday against the Clemson team that has different multiple ways to kind of score points against you, not just with Trevor Lawrence, but with Travis Etienne. You know, you look at their dynamic, uh, you know, playmakers at receiver. They're all going to be healthy. So it's going to be a challenge for this LSU defense as well. I think Travis Etienne's maybe the most uh, – I, I don't mean to keep using the term underrated, but we just don't talk about him as much as we should. From last year to this year, consistency, setting that offense up at the beginning of the season as well when Trevor Lawrence wasn't that great. Now, I know that over the last seven games he's been phenomenal, or eight games he's been phenomenal, but I just don't think we make a big enough deal about their offensive line, how they're able to run the football as well with Travis Etienne. Yeah, I think that's a key. It's going to be a key on Monday as well, is getting Travis Etienne going. I think – when he wasn't able to get going against Ohio State, we saw how that Clemson offense sputtered a little bit, especially early on. Then they had to change things up a little bit. They made Trevor Lawrence run the football more. I think he used his legs a lot more than we're used to seeing. If Clemson could get ATN going early on against LSU and they could grind up clock and they can really kind of take advantage and play their own type of offense, I think that's going to be key for them. I think ATN's done an amazing job. I think you mentioned the offensive line. They've done a great job of protecting Travis Lawrence, or Trevor Lawrence. They're going to have to do the same sort of thing again on Monday. They can't, they can't let him have too much pressure. He's got to go out there and make plays like he did against Ohio State. How close in the middle of last year or even going into last year was Ed Ogeron to getting fired? How many people really wanted Ed Ogeron fired? Well, I, I think you know there was there was a concern that you know maybe he wasn't the guy that was going to get them over that hump. Um, but I've always felt like I looked at last year's team. I felt like as that season went on, they got stronger and stronger. And so when they were at the Fiesta Bowl and they won the Fiesta Bowl, I felt like this was an LSU team going into this year that this had a chance to to do good things. I mean, they had the keys, the elements to do that. But I don't think anyone would have thought they were going to have the kind of performance that they had this year. As Joe Brady comes in as their passing game coordinator. And all of a sudden, we see kind of this offense morph into something else. We see Joe Burrow become much more of an elite quarterback. We see that the key components around him, the receivers and everything, really kind of embrace this new kind of offensive system. And then they've just taken off from there. So I've always felt like Ed Orgeron, there's so much pressure been put on him. There's so much idea that he's not the right fit. I think he's the perfect fit, to be honest with you. And I think now he's been able to make some adjustments. I think this is a team right now that's going to go on, not just this year, I think they got to set up a good foundation for next year, especially if they can keep Joe Brady. Well, you're a story writer. I mean, you're a guy who who tells tales here. What's this? If they win this national championship, what's this mean to Ed Ogeron throughout his career, through the time at USC, through the time even at Ole Miss? Well, I just think it's almost like a, a gratification type story. You know, I mean, like he, he listen, he's he's had his ups and downs, and we know it. I mean, he's been at places where he was always kind of the bridesmaid, never the bride, you know, because of the fact that there was always some other bigger name or always someone that was going to, you know, would, would come in after him and, and, and do a better job. That's why he always seems to be on the hot seat. If he wins a national championship on Monday, I mean, listen, that, that really kind of cements the fact that he's a really good coach and, and, and someone that definitely you know, was made a good decision to hire him and put him in that spot. Um, and I, I think what a good coach does, it's not just motivating players. It's not just – you know, going out and recruiting, I think what a good coach does is they, they learn to make adjustments. And I think that's something that Ed Orgeron has always done in his career. I think you've seen it over the last couple of years at LSU. I mean, it takes a lot to say to somebody, all right, I'm going to hire this coordinator. I'm going to make this kind of move. 
in the, in the sense that it's going to help out. And I think he's never been afraid to do that. And I think that's why a win on, on Monday would really be something that would kind of cement his, his status as, as a good coach and, and maybe kind of squelch some of those ideas that, you know, he's always going to be on the hot seat year in and year out at LSU. Matt Marshall joining us, National College football writer, Orlando Sentinel and Tribune, at OS Matt Marshall on Twitter. What about Dabo Sweeney? Say he wins this. I want to put him right up there with Nick Saban. I mean with Nick Saban. I think it's harder than ever to repeat as a champion. I think it's becoming harder and harder and harder, and he's doing it with the transfer portal. Now, you would have Nick Saban who's done that already. He's, he has repeated once, but Dabo's able to do it now. I could make an argument maybe Dabo's better. Are you going to tell me I'm stupid? Tell me I'm dumb. Come on, man. Do it. <laughs> I don't think you're dumb. Listen, I, I just think right now it just goes to show you that what Dabo has done is basically he's caught up to Nick Saban. He's found a way to, you know what, when everyone asks me if Alabama's dynasty is, is over or crushed, you know, I, I say I don't think it's necessarily over. Like, they're, they're falling apart. I think what it is is that people are finding ways to catch up. People are finding ways to do what needs to be done. I think Dabo Sweeney is a great example of that. I think he understood exactly what they needed to do to become successful winners. I think they made, you know, the school made uh, massive financial commitments to upgrading the facilities. They made commitments to that coaching staff. Let's not forget, outside of this past year, with Jeff Scott leaving to take the USF job, you know, Clemson's uh, coaching staff has been pretty solid over the last couple of years. There's been very little turnover there. So I think that's been important for him, and I think he's seen that success. If he wins a national championship on Monday night, I mean, that just cements how, again, how good of a job he's been able to do over the last three or four years turning this program around. Um, and, and also the fact that he's considered Clemson really spent most of the time of the season kind of like an underdog. Everyone was talking about how the ACC is so bad and how Clemson was just taking advantage of that and they didn't deserve to be there. He was able to use that and parlay that into getting his team ready to go. To beat a team like LSU, to beat a quarterback, a Heisman Trophy quarterback at Joe Burrow, I think would be probably one of his best coaching jobs. I think would definitely cement them going into next season as the favorite, especially with Trevor Lawrence coming back. Could you ever see Debo? Could you ever see Debo Swinney anywhere else? You know, I can't. I mean, I'm sure football we've all talked about. I mean, you know, Alabama when Nick Saban decides to, to retire, I think that job is going to be his to, to, to either to take or to, or to turn away um, because the people will want him there. I, I'm not sure. I, I just think it depends on. He's done such a great job with Clemson. They embrace him so well. It would have to be a tremendous opportunity for him to want to do that. He seems like a guy that would, would be there forever. But, again, there are going to be opportunities. I'm sure the NFL at some point down the road is going to be interested in whether or not he wants to do that or not. So um, I would say for now I don't see him anywhere else, but you, know, you never know what could happen in the future. Who do you have winning this game? I do have – I think LSU is going to win this, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think a lot of people think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think, you know, this is going to be a knockdown dragout fight, much like what the, the uh, you know, the, the Clemson game against Ohio State was. I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be a physical game. And I think it's going to come down to, to making some big plays. I just haven't seen anybody yet really make Joe Burrow and that LSU offense look human and look uh, pedestrian. I just – waiting to see that happen. So that's why I think they're, they're probably going to win. They're going to eke out a win on, on Monday night. I'm going to shoot myself in the foot asking you this question, but I want to set this up for my next segment. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this, and then I'll let you go about your day. You've been wonderful to me. Off the top of your head, Matt, what college jobs are better than any NFL job right now? Off the top of my head, I, I would think Alabama. I would think Clemson. I would think Ohio State. Uh, you know, I, I think that the premier programs that we're seeing now at the top of, of the rankings 
are generally in really good situations. And there's reasons why these guys are staying around. There's reasons why, you know, um, Nick Saban's been there as long as he has. There's reasons why Daniel Swinney's been as long as he has. Urban Meyer was at Ohio State for a long time before he decided to retire. It's because these jobs are premier destinations. No one wants to leave these jobs. And, and they're treated, you know, almost like royalty there. So it's, it's, it's a job like that I think anyone else goes to. Notre Dame would be another one. There's another job that most people don't want to leave to go to NFL because it's almost like being at that elite level is already. So those are probably three or four I could say off the top of my head. Matt, I can't thank you enough. I'm going to be using your audio coming up in the next segment at some point. I guarantee it. Thank you very much, my friend. All the best. All right. All the best to you. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.